0: Iconic companies have asked us to think differently, and Iconic people have told us we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. CLD Stories and Lessons offers unique perspectives into common encounters where we believe it is only through imagination and purpose-driven curiosity that we can adjust our thinking and create a new reality. Okay. So the fourth tip was assemble a capable Chinese team and enlist the support of third parties and most importantly, the government. So, yeah, I'm not really sure how important this is. Of course, it is important if you don't speak Chinese to have a trustworthy intermediary. Um, And that's going to be true. But as far as assembling a Chinese capable Chinese team, that is just the homework that you need to do. You really need to understand all of the information, uh, what people's priorities are, what's at stake, who are the stakeholders. You kind of need to understand all that before you get into the negotiations. And then once you get into the negotiations, it's really about developing guanxi and developing trust. And hopefully you have done that with your intermediaries because your intermediaries, while they may be hired to work for you, you kind of never really know what's going on behind the scenes and whether they have relationships with the people you're actually negotiating with. So it's important to understand the context and the nuances of the environment and and the situation uh, as part of the negotiations. And a lot of that requires you to develop cultural awareness, uh, which we get into in a lot of our training, and also empathy for actually what Chinese people think, how they think, and what they value. Okay, so tip number five is kind of a strange one. It says, "Remember that in China, a yuan is not a buck." So basically, what it's saying is that uh, in China, the largest currency is a hundred. Uh, it's a hundred yuan bill. It's just a hundred dollar bill, Chinese dollar bill, and it's basically saying that the perception of money is different because a uh, hundred um, Chinese yuan is only about fifteen U.S. dollars. And so I'm not really sure. Um so it's basically saying that your Chinese counterpart will have uh different views with you regarding money, but it uses the currency uh the, the bill as 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 an analogy for that. So um I don't know if I agree with this analogy, but it's basically true that Chinese have different values and different priorities. It just really doesn't have anything to do with the $100 yuan bill being worth only $15. So when you go in the link and you read the article and you get to uh, tip number five, then I would actually almost kind of ignore that. But the point is important. The point is that Chinese have different values and different priorities, and that's what you really need to focus on. Uh, tip number six is to leave, leave your ego at home. Chinese don't like big talkers, so it's better to be more understated or modest here. Uh, show your counterparts respect, make an effort to get to know them on a more personal level. Uh, this will help you gain their empathy for your position. So, uh, the, the top two bullet points I think are important. It's always, uh, it's always beneficial to kind of be a little bit more low key. Um, but I don't think the goal ever is to try to gain empathy from the other party the goal is for you to have empathy for them uh, not to gain it from them and then develop a system or develop a guanxi relationship based on reciprocity and the continual exchange of goodwill and if you're empathetic to what the chinese value then you will know how to exchange goodwill and by the way goodwill doesn't always Involve money or something that we Americans or Westerners think is corrupt. And as you learn more about the nuances of doing business in China, you'll realize that there are tons of ways to give goodwill. And the primary one is really the giving and receiving of face, which is something that you have to also develop a skill to be able to do. Number seven, patience is a virtue in China. Learn to listen more and speak less. So, uh, I think in general, this is a good tip. Um, of course, doing business in China does require a lot of patience. Uh, the negotiation processes can get very long and very tedious. And a lot of times, Chinese partners or potential partners will be very non-committal and they'll be very vague. So I think really, um, the the, the tip that I would really uh, advise my clients is really you have to have uh, you have to develop some self-awareness and self-awareness basically means um, how you are perceived in the context of what you're trying to accomplish Um, you know if you are uh, Asian like me even though I'm an American born and raised uh, I'm going to be perceived different than somebody who is blonde hair and blue eyed And so I have to kind of slightly adjust my approach to negotiation. So self-awareness is really important. It's almost as important as cultural awareness. Um, and, and the answer to this tip is yes, sometimes it's beneficial to be low key, but that's basically, uh, based on your self-aware of your self-awareness. When is it beneficial to be low key and when does it improve the perception that other people have of you?